All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Possibilities. Um, I'm your host, Julia Sotis, and today I have a very special guest, um, Catherine McIntosh. Catherine was actually, I've known Catherine for a long time, um, you know, as facilitators of access, we see each other out and about and, and know each other pretty well. And, and um, Catherine was on my radio show, like maybe four years ago. And she was like one of my favorite guests I ever had. You were so funny, Catherine. And you had, we talked about all the different jobs you've had and what a humanoid you are. And it was just such an awesome radio show. So I'm so happy to have you back. And uh, thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. That's so funny. I remember that, but I had no idea that it had that impact. So it that's did. awesome. Oh my God, Catherine is like the wildest humanoid I've ever met. I mean, I would love to like recap all of the wild things that you've done in your life again. <laughs> It'll be in my book. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. That is, that's going to be quite the book. Um, so. Um, today we're talking about, um, choosing for you and, um, can you talk a little bit about it, Catherine? Like what is choosing for you? Yeah. So, you know, I look at, you know, like this week is what suicide awareness with access consciousness and just in general. And so we're taught not to be selfish. We're taught taught not to make choices that make us happy or joyful and we're taught to worry about what everyone else is thinking before we make our choice and when we do that it totally diminishes the the awareness we have it diminishes the joy we can be for the planet it it diminishes our capacity to contribute to consciousness and it like it like stifles our ability to create a different world. Wow. That's um, not nice. <laughs> right? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> right. And so, you know, it's this giant lie about selfish. Like, I look at selfish is actually an act of kindness towards consciousness. Wow. That's so cool. Totally um, different. I love the idea of, yeah. I love the idea of like an act of kindness to consciousness. That is such a cool phrase. Right? Well, because we're included in consciousness. So if we're choosing an act of kindness towards consciousness, we're also including ourselves in the equation of that act right right um it's so interesting because like i was actually um having a conversation with um with dane here um who's one of the co-founders of access um last night and he was he was talking about perfectionism and it ties so closely into what you're saying because like we want to be so we want to have this image of being perfect and and getting everything right and doing everything right that like even like even though i have been learning to choose for me for years i've been doing this for 7 years it's like i still have this tendency to make my choices perfect and 
And when we make, you know, when we choose, it's like, it's so easy to look all around us at what everybody else is going to think and judge and how us choosing more is going to make, if, if sometimes it makes other people feel smaller and it, it kind of destroys the limited reality that they have created. And so it's just really interesting, you know, how even like, it's just so insidious and when you can change it, it is such a gift. Hello? Yeah. I mean, you and I were talking the other, yep. Can you hear me? Yeah. I think uh, you just cut off. Okay. Sorry. Um, you and I were talking the other day. It's like, you know, it's like how much we've spent a majority of our lives worrying what other people think or, you know, am I doing this right? Or, you know, in terms of access, am I being a good facilitator or am I presenting my image or am I, you know, versus, wow, is this choice going to be fun for me is it going to create more for my body is it going to create more for the planet like and not actually worrying about like you know i keep saying other people's opinions and points of views of you are not relevant to your future right exactly you know and somehow we've decided somewhere our future Oh, Catherine, sorry. We had a That's okay. I think the internet is on my end. Okay, cool. Now I'm better. I moved to a different part of the house. It should be better. Awesome. Yeah. So anyways, sorry. So I, what was the last thing that you said? It was, it was so brilliant. It was something about community. Yeah. Well, just other people's points of views are not relevant to the creation of your future. Wow. That does, and, that does from this reality sound so selfish. I know. I know. And, and this is what I, I take it a step further with the no judgment diet. And I say, your points of views about you are not relevant to the creation of your future. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, because it's our points of views about ourselves or about the way the world works or about how we're a victim or about how things aren't going our way that actually stop us from creating future. So your points of views literally are not relevant. And so stop giving them energy, stop giving them attention and start seeing, you know, start choosing for you from a totally different place. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. So do you have any examples of somewhere where you've actually chosen for you and it's, it's created something greater? Well, I'm, I'm currently in a choice where I'm kind of pinching myself. So the end of this week, you know, I, I um, am flying to Toronto for two nights. I'm flying to Rome for two nights. I'm flying to Paris for a no judgment diet class. And then I had a window of about four days. And normally I would come home and see my son, um, who's five and a half going on six. I'm actually, I made a huge choice to stay in Europe. And instead of flying home and then flying to Sydney, I'm actually staying in Europe and flying to Sydney from Europe. So it'll be about three and a half weeks where I'm going to go without seeing my son. And, you know, 
I know for me, when I was a new mom, I'm like, how could a parent like not be around their kid for three and a half weeks? That sounds horrific. <laughs> and the, the closer, like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible parent. And the closer I get to this choice, I've had so many cool conversations with my son, you know, and like giving him the benefit of the doubt. Gosh, when I was six, if I had somebody really fun and cool to stay with, would have I wanted my parents to leave for three and a half weeks? Heck yeah. <laughs> right? It would be like a huge party. So we had this conversation of like, if you get sad, where am I? And he's like, he pointed to his heart. and He's like, you're always here, mommy. I was like, that's right. And I said, and if you miss my body, what are you going to do? He goes, I'm going to have daddy FaceTime you. And I said, great. And he's like, don't worry. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> so, you know, I just started having these conversations because at first he's like, well, I'm going to miss you. I said, you know what? I'm going to miss you too because you're my favorite person on the planet. He goes, yeah, you're mine too. And so what it did is created a greater choice for both of us where he got to see like, you know, his request was, mommy, can you come back? And I said, hey, buddy, it might not work out for our best interest. Are you going to be okay? He's like, I think I can make it. So it's, it's, and what's happening for me, Joy, as I make this choice is my body's getting happy. I have always, always dreamed of packing a suitcase and not having a plan, you know, so I have like places that I know I'm going, but I have a window well, I have no idea where in the world I will be. I could go anywhere for five days. That's cool. And I'm like, ooh, what am I going to choose? And so my, as I'm getting closer to leaving, my body's getting excited. Like the molecules are shifting. The business is happy. The live events are like gaining momentum and energy. So it's those kinds of things where we want to do something. And especially if, you know, you're a parent, <laughs> you know, the energy of parenting, it's like, you know, I know your situation's a little different. And like a lot of times parents are like, oh, I can't, it'll ruin my kid. Or I, that's a horrible idea. Or my child's going to be damaged. And it's like, well, are they? Totally. You know, because <clears throat> for those of you who don't know, um, a few, I guess three years ago, I became a stepmom to, to three, three kids and they're the coolest kids that like exist on the planet. I'm not sure if everybody thinks that about their own kids, but I definitely I think that, that about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're like the coolest people on the planet. But like if, if my husband and I chose to not travel and chose to stay home with them, our whole family would be completely miserable like we would be miserable because we are used to traveling and going places and you know going on multiple trips every month and and facilitating classes and like that's just who we are and um if we had the point of view of like we have to stop everything so we can always stay with the kids at all times i, I our entire life would fall apart because um you know it just wouldn't work we we that's our you know it's not just the way that we create money, but it's like, it's like the breath of life. It's the, it's, it's such a joy to travel and create more. And we bring the kids with us um, now and again, like maybe on like five trips a year or something like that here and there. Um, but 
and and that's so cool it's so fun to go with them because it you know create so much in their world and they have so much fun and have other friends to play with on the trips but it's like it's so funny how like people just have this idea that like enough is enough or where everybody has a different definition of too much or what they're going to be and it's just totally insane it is totally <laughs> insane you know and what i look at is like it gives kids this chance to go and this is in general when you're choosing for you, everybody around you goes, wait, what if I start choosing for me? And like, especially if you're in a relationship, if you're in a relationship where you're both choosing for each other, like for yourselves, what greater choices can you make together? Yeah, totally. You know, it's funny because um, I had talked to, um, I was in a class and I had asked uh, Gary Douglas a question like, like, are you sure like that? what did I say? I, I thought I had the point of view that like, what is, oh, what did I say? I want to remember the story. Um, oh, I was like, maybe I shouldn't travel because you know, this is wrong. And I could, you know, my, like Aria could miss me, you know, my youngest and Gary's like, if you start to show her that, you, that if you start to choose for other people and don't choose for you, then you're showing her and setting her up for a life of choosing for others and not choosing for her. So you have to lead by example. And then that's Ding. how she will create her life. Ding. Yeah. Ding. And, you know, that's how the no judgment diet started because I – two months into a brand new baby was judging myself in the mirror going, Oh, I, I hope my child, you know, he's a boy doesn't have to deal with, you know, the girls and their self-esteem and self-image. I hope he doesn't have to deal with it. I was like, wait a second. I'm not, I'm not walking my talk. I'm like totally, I, I have to change this. Wow. And it came out of, Oh my gosh, I don't want to raise a child like saying one thing to him. And because my parents did that all the time, they're like, don't eat pizza in the living room. And they're sitting in the living room eating pizza. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, but you are, you can't tell me not to do that. You are, what's the difference? Right. So I kind of, you know, the no judgment diet was born out of, I need to walk my talk with my son and give him an example of, you know, living a life as close to no judgment as possible and every day is a journey in that you know yeah. I think you've done a pretty good job I got to hang out with Catherine and her son uh maybe what well, I guess that was on Sunday night and uh we had such a good time and her son is the coolest kid he what does he do like he just climbs things like there was a street sign and he like he's like little like little little like five-year-old boy and he climbs right up this entire really tall street sign, this metal street sign. And he was, it was so cool. It was so cool to see. And for you to give him the freedom and the space to do that, it was awesome. Well, and I think, you know, going back to the topic, it's like when we give everybody in our lives the freedom and the space to choose, the freedom and the space to play, the freedom and the space to fail, the freedom and the space to, you know, screw it up <laughs> i didn't know if i could swear or not you but swear. okay the the freedom and the space like to literally be on the adventure not be on the need to get it right 
then then everybody around us has the freedom to choose for them knowing that they're not responsible for your feelings right Oh, right, which is which is which is where depression stems from. I mean, if you look at depression, depression is like, oh my god, I'm making this feel person feel bad, or oh, all these people in my life are making me feel bad because I'm feeling left out. It's like, well, what choice are you making to exclude yourself from your life, to exclude yourself from you know connecting with people? Yeah, depression yeah. is the energy of oh. Other people are responsible for my feelings. Totally. Which totally. is such a lie, which is, you know, really that whole idea of choosing for you. And, you know, I forget what, but being selfish, it's like, yeah, selfish is an act of creating more consciousness on the planet. Now, you know, some people might take what we're talking about and, and bastardize it. We're not saying be an ass. We're not saying be unkind. We're saying start to choose things for you and your future and your life and your body that truly light your whole world up. Right. Well, and, and, and you know, when we talk about choosing for the best for everybody, the greatest for everybody, like we exclude ourselves from everybody we'll choose for everybody else around us but except for one person and that one person is ourself totally and you know gary's been saying for years i've only heard him recently say it but he's been saying it for years <laughs> is you know uh, when you're judging you you're lying to you right right and being being uh Selfish is also this energy of not being like being willing to catch yourself in your own lies because you'll tell everybody else the truth and do everything kind for everyone else. And when it comes to you, you'll stop being the kindness or you'll start lying instead of telling you the truth. Right. Wow. Crazy. It is crazy. This journey we're on. <laughs> Not for the weak at heart. It's a very big change in every area. But it is so cool to see the kids who are growing up with it and how, how much more ease life is for them. Mm. You know? Um, and, you know, like just seeing Duke the other night, it's like just the level of, of ease in his world and the strength of who he is is amazing. My, my middle stepson is in the other room and he's listening to the conversation while he plays his spider-man video game and he's like i love duke <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> well tommy says hello <laughs> yeah that's so well and it's you know it's i think the biggest thing with this you know act of being selfish and choosing for you is bringing to the forefront choice because choice is really the gateway to consciousness. Consciousness is about having choice in everything and no noticing or knowing that if you're in a place or a position where life is hard or things are not going the way you expected or planned, that there's not just one choice. There's a million choices available and it starts with making the small choices to make the change. Right. Wow. Right. And I think, 
yeah, go ahead. Well, just can you talk a little bit a bit more about what choice is and an example of choice? Because that is just such a uh, it tends to be <laughs> a confusing and difficult topic for most people. When you're actually being you, it's the easiest thing in the world. But to actually learn how to choose and not be on autopilot is is amazing. I mean, it's such a different way of being. So, could you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. I mean, we could dedicate it like an entire show just on this conversation. Oh. Like, but so what I look at, especially when I'm, you know, facilitating people in business or with their bodies or with depression or whatever it is, it's like, we're, let's say we're at point A and our target in our life is to get to point Z. Most people think that it's like one big, like preposterous, like, gigantic definitive choice that you have to make in order to end up at point Z. Right. And what most people fail to look at is that choice is every single moment of every day. Right. So if you say you want to get in shape and you keep choosing cookies and ice cream or you keep choosing, you know, to stay up late and like and not take care of your body, then you're not actually making the choices towards the direction you want you say you want to go. So it's right. about like identifying, well, okay, what direction do you want to go? And then what choices that you're making small or big are not actually taking you in the direction you say you want to go. So choice is as simple as like literally, and Gary talks about this, right? The founder of Access and all this is tools for access. He talks about, it's like literally being in the question every second of every day, like what is this going to create? Right. So it's like, you know, if people want to build a business, they think they need to have all of the components ready in order to build a business. Being an entrepreneur is, like you said, not for the faint of heart. Neither is consciousness. It's literally waking up every day and going, okay, what can I do today? Not, oh, let me get on Facebook and compare myself to where everybody else is that I think I'm not. You know, that is unfortunately a choice that separates a lot of people, that, that creates angst in people's worlds, that creates frustration. And so the simple choice to be like, you know what, I'm not going to do Facebook for a week. I'm going to play with writing my book or I'm going to play with being more present for my kids or I'm going to play with what are all the places in my life every day where I could actually be making choice that I'm lying to myself that I don't have choice. Right. Right. You, you open up the fridge, there's a choice. How many food combinations can you create based on what's in your fridge? <laughs> you know, and those are all choices. And so, you know, when we look at successful people, depression is deciding that you're not successful. Depression, depression is deciding that you're at the effect of not being able to make a choice towards success. Well, success is failing a thousand times every day and getting up and continuing to go because every little failure or every little thing that didn't work out the way you thought tweaks it and gives you awareness of a different choice you can make. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's so difficult. Like when we have this like perfection 
you know, this, this desire and drive to be perfect and to have the perfect life. It's like the more, the more choices you make, the, the greater you become. If you still have that sort of perfect mentality going on, it can create even more conflict than before. And like, the, the you know the the willingness to to just choose and to just be you um is just such a gift it creates such a i mean it's almost i mean it's still something that i'm working on diligently is like the, giving up this like all these ideas and these projections and these expectations of even what like it looks like to be conscious or you know what amount of money that will be you know, there's this whole complex that we've all built and, um, and, you know, to choose, to choose beyond that is just, it's like, to actually just choose and there not be a right or a wrong choice is like so cool and so different than the perfectionism that we sort of put ourselves under. Well, and you just said like the magical <laughs> phrase, right? It's like to choose without there being a right or a wrong choice. Like we're not taught that. We're taught that there is definitely right choice and there is definitely a wrong choice, right? We're not totally. taught that choice is just choice. <clears throat> totally. Cho choice has no judgment on it. It's just a choice. And you go, ooh, what's that choice? It's like if you go to... Uh, an amusement park, you're not like, oh my God, am I going to make a wrong choice with which ride I choose to go on? <laughs> no, you're just like, ooh, let's go on that ride and see what that creates. And let's go get wet on that ride and see what that creates. And let's go eat cotton candy and then go on a ride and see what that creates. And everything is just the adventure of what every, like what, what every choice can contribute energetically by receiving like the information of the choice. Does that make sense? I have sense? to say that was the amusement. Well, first of all, Vincent, who loves Duke, is in the other room going, yeah, an amusement park, because he's obsessed with amusement parks. He loves them. And so you just picked the best example in the world. Um, <laughs> but it actually gives me such a good indication of what choice is. I actually had never looked at it that way. So thank you. Yeah. Well, and it, it is like we, we, we are not taught that there is no wrong choice and we are not taught that there is no right choice. Right. We're not taught that. So choice is literally, oh my gosh, what's like, you know, me choosing to be gone from my son for three and a half weeks. What is it going to create? Well, in my universe, it is super light in Duke's universe. It seems we're good. And when I get back from, you know, Australia or while I'm in Europe, we'll keep checking in with the energetics of the choice, you know? So it's like, it's not like choice. It's like we're, we're, we think that somewhere we need to find the one choice that's the permanent solution and consciousness sits back and almost laughs at us and is like, Ha, ha, ha. Like, no. Choice is being aware every second of every day and letting your life be an adventure. So if you want to build a business, find a name. Be curious about like, oh, what are the hundreds, if not millions of choices available that you've decided aren't available? All right. And the, the last thing I was going to say 
is um, the the one thing that that um, that I've been waking up doing, and I actually got this from Gary. I tweaked it a little bit. It's just like, what outrageous choice can I make today to contribute to consciousness right away? Mm-hmm. So it's like. Because we're taught like, oh, we have to be, do consciousness right. No, there's no, like, consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. So make a choice, fall on your face, get up and do it again. You know, all the great inventors in the world failed hundreds, if not thousands of times before they like succeeded at their invention. And we're like, oh my gosh, I failed twice. I, I put up two classes and nobody came. It's like, um, try putting up 500 classes and then talk to us about failure. <laughs> you know? Cool. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today, Catherine. Oh my gosh. What, I was so excited. What a gift. I adore you. I'm so I'm glad so you could make it. Um, so um, where can people find you? Oh my goodness. So they can either go to nojudgmentdiet.com or katherinemackintosh.com and classes all over the world and information and all that good stuff. So thank you. Awesome. Cool. Well, yeah. I uh, hope to see you somewhere in the world soon. I know. Tell Vincent we'll have to go to amusement park with Duke. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Julia. Awesome. And thanks everybody for listening in. Talk to you again. Bye guys. Bye.